I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The 11 to 1 show. There's a knot in my stomach, my palms are sweating, there's three laptops on the go in here and it's all Coldplay's fault. Going to say it after... (laughs) Rita Franklin say a little prayer for me will you that is what is happening in here praying praying and praying is happening on 0861800658 John ah John where would I be without you he says I've said three decades of the rosary for you I'll say three more now he's on his knees hoping and praying that I'm going to get Coldplay tickets I'll just give you a little peek behind the curtain here we have two laptops at the go right oh hang on now mine has changed Wait for it. I'm number 155,432 people on laptop number one. On laptop number two, oh, there's no hope. 190,853 people in the queue ahead of me waiting for Coldplay. We did get a text into the Michael Reid show and I'm wondering if we can get an update on me uh, on this one. Uh, this is coming in, I think, from Sharon. She was in the queue um, for 44,000 people who were ahead of her. That was at 20 past 10. Sharon, if you're listening, let me know. Have you got your tickets? Because you're going to be my new best friend now. I just... I'm just devastated, right? Because I logged on at half nine this morning. Half nine this morning I logged on, right? With my code in hand, which I have written down here on a piece of paper for me as well. Ready to go. I was counting down. One minute. Then like 30 seconds. 20 seconds. Come on. Come on. 10 seconds. In, in, in. Press the tickets for sale for the Friday. Error. Error comes up on the screen. Sorry, come again? Back in we go. The whirry wheel comes up. Okay, we were in the whirry wheel part now. Oh, hang on. We're in the queue. We're in the lobby, first of all. They make you go into a lobby. Then a queue for the waiting room. I mean, pure torture. So look, at, I'll keep you updated throughout the show. We're 159,000 people ahead of me for Coldplay. I need all the prayers, thoughts and prayers. Send them into studio. Something tells me I am going to be absolutely bawling by the end of the day. But look at... I'm not logging on on Friday. I refuse to. If I don't get them today, forget about it. Here they are though. Coldplay, every teardrop is a waterfall and 11 to 1. <laughs> I get a great message in here. Oh, fantastic. 086-1800-658. Myself and my girlfriend, Claire, we're going to be late for our team meeting. We're trying to get our Coldplay tickets. What sort of a boss or manager or colleague organised a team meeting on Coldplay pre-sale ticket day. I mean, seriously, are they out of their minds? Nobody's doing anything. I'm here sitting here looking at the laptop as well. I have a brother in Dublin. He hasn't a hope of getting them either. But you look, we live in hope, don't we? By the way, people who are ringing me and texting me all morning, aka friends in adverted commas of mine, asking me if they can get me cold to play tickets. Are they insane? It's every man for himself, you know? Even us in here, we don't just automatically get radio, you know, concert tickets. And by the way, if we do, right... Normally, I'm really kind. I mean, I gave Ed Sheeran tickets away. I will give tickets away normally. If Coldplay tickets come in here, I'm absolutely not giving them to you. 
not a hope. If I don't have one, right? If I don't have a good plane ticket, you are not getting it. Not, not a hope. I will be boycotting the competition. I really will. I've been on now. We're trying to find out what is the crack with, I think it's Sharon, who was 44,000 ahead of her. Uh, let's just have a look now. I don't know. Um, Oh, we've a message here, actually, uh, from, who is this? Nolene. She's, she says, daughter logged on for Coldplay tickets, got in and all sold out. She got in. So did she get the ticket? Because we're all in the queue here. We're all refreshing the laptop like Egypt's here now, Nori, Nolene. And are you telling me, are they telling me that they're leading me down the garden path here with the 152,306 currently at the, at the, at the refresh, the last refresh. Oh, listen, uh, someone says I'm a top broadcaster. I could, should be getting freebies. Absolutely. You know what I mean, David? If I could call that in, I, I would do it. I'd be ruthless today for a Coldplay ticket. I really will. Let me know anyway how you're getting on, people. Are you locked on? 086-1800-658. Oh, God, the computer's actually gone off now. Oh, God. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Mercedes. Yes, it is 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you and we're having an absolute panic attack because we can't get Coldplay tickets. And I have Sharon Gray from Navin on the line. She texted in during the Michael Reed show. How are you getting on, Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> Hanging in there. <laughs> what what number are you in the queue? Oh, God, hold on. I'll just, I'll just have a check. Hold on. Have a refresh there. Have a refresh. 40,183. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sharon, I'm 150,000. Do you know what I mean? So you're doing a little bit better than us in here. That is for sure. So t- tell me, what time did you log on at now? Because I logged on at half nine thinking I was doing great. I logged on last night um, thinking I was doing the smart thing. <laughs> and the minute it came live, morning, 10 o'clock, an hour came on the page. <laughs> <laughs> I got that as well but so last night my god you must have had some charge going in the laptop uh, no on the phone <laughs> on the phone listen I don't uh, the, uh, the electricity bill would be through the roof if you had the laptop on I know I know I knew I'd be coming into work this morning so I couldn't bring the laptop with me <laughs> ok so Sharon there's not a bit of work being done not a bit of work what, what do you work at by the way <laughs> I'm not telling you <laughs> Sharon's boss, if you're listening, uh, we're sorry, but look, you know, it's Coldplay. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. How much of a fan are you of Coldplay? Oh, I was at their last gig in, um, in Crow Park. Amazing. I had brilliant seats, and it was the best gig I was ever at by far. By yeah. far now, they are, they're brilliant lives. Absolutely brilliant. And are you going to be just on getting a pair of tickets, or are you going to clean the rest of us out here, like, if you get ahead of me? No, 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 just a pair. I won't be greedy. It's <laughs> not going to be greedy. Okay, and, like... If you did get them, who are you going bringing with you? Um, my brother's partner. Oh, very good. Okay, so you know who's going and all. It's going to be a great yeah. bit of crack if, if you do get it. But look, you're ahead of me. You're ahead of me. I mean, I don't know how all these other people have gotten ahead of us, Sharon. Do you know what I mean? Like, we were... How, how, do, you, how do you not pull a few strings, you know? I, look at, I know, I know, Sharon. If I could, do you know what I mean? I would. I mean, I'd, I'd bring you as well because I think you'd be Aww. great crack. Me and you at Coldplay. Forget the rest of them, you know. Like, if you don't get them today, by the way, are you going to log on on Friday? Oh, 100%. Really? 100%. Do you know what? I tell you, you'd actually have a better chance of getting them on general sale than you would in pre-sale. Yeah, probably. Probably. And, you know, our nerves would probably be a little bit, like, lessened as well if we... <laughs> that we could actually get them you know what I mean yeah, well look at, I, I'm going to let you go back there to watching the screen for the rest of the morning 
Let me know how you keep letting you get out, okay? No problem. No Thanks problem. a million. Uh, you All too. Right. Thanks, Sharon. Okay. Sharon Gray there in Navin. We've got more messages coming in on 086 1800 658. 44,000 in front of us, and we got them. Earlier on this morning, Ken and Mary Matthews. Oh, and did you log on now at half nine the same as the rest of us? How did that happen? Did you get the error, Mary? I need to know that as well. Stay positive, Sinead. Oh, look, it. it'll happen. You're only 108,000 behind Sharon. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, John. I didn't need that countdown. Hi, Sinead. Signed in at 20 past 10. My daughter was number 128,000. She even got to attend her doctor's appointment. She's home now. Was still waiting. She's on the phone, her old phone, the iPad, the laptop. But the iPad and the old phone crashed. The laptop is at 12,474 now. The phone is at 12,204. Let's hope it's a happy ending. Yeah. Oh, look, hopefully, hopefully. Like I just want to say, though, like, I really want myself to get them, you know? I know your daughter like deserves them too, but I deserve them more, I'm going to say. Anyway, keep those coming in. 86 658 Here's Jazzy. There's Jazzy giving me... Giving me heart palpitations, Coldplay. Every time my laptop goes off as well, I know it's just like resting its eyes there, but it freaks me out. I got to like go back in. Oh my God. Oh, Ashnade, it's a complete joke. I keep getting an error. Then I got in. I'm sitting here at 14,161. I'd say when I ever do get in, it'll only be the VIP packages left. How deflating, says Sharon. Oh yeah. Oh look, and I'm not paying for a VIP. Is that what you're telling me? I'm going to have to do that when I get in. Uh, Also, just a little update from our newsroom. Uh, Our newsroom team have also... (laughs) been on trying to log in uh, and also there could be there, there's there's conversations about seeing Coldplay in Helsinki that's that's how desperate it's getting in here you know in terms of that but look at look at we will keep going keep going that's all we can do uh, by the way just to let people know Meath County Council they are preparing the county's climate action plan for 2024 to 2029. So you can have your say at a series of workshops being held countrywide. So they're asking people to join them at 7.30pm in Dunshockland Library tonight. Uh, Navin Library on the 27th of July. Trim Library on the 1st of August. Laytown Parish Hall on the 2nd of August uh, at 7.15. In Kells Library on the 3rd of August. You can also have your say, say online at consult.mead.ie. Together we can make a difference for the best. So that first workshop tonight, 7.30pm, Dunshockland Library. Take my hand. There's a picture of this, take my hand. Now, festival in a van, right? It's a concept which came about as a result of COVID, which turned a box van into a mobile stage in an attempt to keep art and performance alive. And they have taken on a new collaboration with Poetry Ireland. They're going to be on the road in August, stopping off first in County Loud. They're going to be chatting to Elizabeth Mohan. She's director of Festival in a Van. We're going to chat to her next. The 11 to 1 show. 
Festival in a van. They are collaborating with Poetry Ireland and they are heading on the road this August. They're gathering together seven of Ireland's most lauded poets and ten of the country's best traditional Irish musicians. They're going on tour of seven counties in 16 days, bringing joy to people in nursing homes and community groups. It's the Vital Signs Tour. It's starting in County Louth on August 14th with a performance featuring well-known Drogheda folk musician Sean Matthews and lyric poet Tom French. Joining me now to tell us more is Elizabeth Mohan. She's director of Festival in a van. She's on the line. How are you getting on, Elizabeth? Good. Thank you so much for having me on. Great to have you. Now, I love the whole concept behind Festival in a van. It was the brainchild of Gemma Tipton back in 2020. Tell us how the concept came about. Uh, yeah, so as you said, uh, Festival, Nar- Festival in a van was dreamed up by Gemma Tipton in 2020, initially as a response to COVID. Uh, and basically, Gemma looked around at all of us stuck in our houses and apartments during the height of lockdown and thought, okay, well, clearly we need live performance now more than ever. Is there a way that I can make that happen safely? And so her response was to buy a van and get it out with a stage, with lights, with sound equipment, and with a crew who at the time would have traveled around in a bubble. Uh, And so Festival in the Van was able to keep live performance going and bring joy and I suppose uh, a feeling of connection to people all around Ireland uh, you know, when we really, really did need it the most. And I suppose as uh, the initiative has grown and evolved over the past three years, we've realized that the the need for us really hasn't gone away. And in fact, it's become even more apparent. Uh, and I suppose what we've realized is that there's loads of people who might not be going to normal arts venues for yeah. any number of reasons. Uh, and uh, I suppose that's that's uh, what makes Festival and Events so exceptional, that we're able to, to reach all of those sort of communities. Yeah, and you know, I really was truly amazed by how the arts community came up with ways to to continue to make their art around difficult lockdown restrictions. And you really don't get any more innovative, innovative an idea like this. And the other thing that I truly love about it, as you say, a lot of people are nervous, you know, about maybe returning to big theatres with lots of kind of close proximity to people. And, you know, some people might be still kind of vulnerable to, to COVID, all of that. So this is a really, really fantastic way to make sure that it's, um you know, accessible art. To, to all, isn't it? That's that's exactly it. And I suppose even um, thinking beyond, um, you know, kind of as you said, uh, I think uh, there is some data to show that arts participation has dipped since COVID for mm-hmm. a number of reasons, uh, one of them being people still being concerned about getting sick. Um, but um, aside from that, uh, you know, there's people who, if they're living rurally, they might be living a far distance from their nearest art centre, or they might have childcare issues, or they might have mobility issues. Uh, and so what we do is we're able to drive to those communities directly. And we've really been all over Ireland to housing estates, to direct provision centres, to care homes. Uh, and and uh, I suppose what we're really hoping to do with that is to tell people that they matter and that they're important and that this, you know, that the arts is for them too. Yeah, I love that. I saw some of the pictures on your Twitter earlier on, like you say, in the in the housing estate and places maybe where, you know, like you say, maybe people don't get the opportunity to experience the arts, you know, and, and like that, they might not live close to an art centre. It's a fantastic idea. It really is. Now, you're um, just coming on board as director of this in May this year. Congratulations. But you previously did work with Poetry Ireland and um, this is where now this collaboration has happened. Uh, that's exactly it. So we're uh, really excited about this Vital Signs Tour, uh, which kind of, as you said, we're running it in collaboration with Poetry Ireland, funded by the Arts Council. And it is based on an anthology that was published by Poetry Ireland uh, in the past year or so. 
uh, edited by Martin Dyer. Uh, so the anthology Vital Signs, Poems of Illness and Healing. And what we're hoping to do with this tour is to take that anthology off the page and I suppose uh, use it as a way to create a space for people to talk about their own experiences with illness, with healing, uh, and all of the kind of like complicated feelings around that. And it might sound uh, kind of dark, but I, I think it is so important uh, and so comforting as well to just have that space, to, I suppose, talk through and process, uh, you know, this, this very human experience. Yes, it's a really great idea. And, you know, art can be com- completely healing and therapeutic. So what better way to explore something like our own health and what's going on with us through the arts? So it's a fantastic uh, idea. It really is. So this is going to be one heck of a tour. You've got seven counties in 16 days. It's going to be starting off in County Louth on August 14th. So tell us what's happening in Louth. Uh, yeah, so we're making three top, three, three stops over the course of the day um, of uh, August 14th and loud. So we'll be kicking off at Morehill uh, Lodge Care Home, which is uh, an event just for the, the residents of that particular care home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we have two events open to the public just after that. So at 2.15pm then that afternoon, we'll be heading to RD Community Centre. And at 5.15pm, we'll be in Market Square Dundalk. And uh, as you said, uh, the, the performers who will be joining us that day are Tom French, who's a really just absolutely phenomenal lyric poet. He really one of is. Ireland's best. Oh, he is. Uh, so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the Drahida musician, uh, Sean Matthews as well. So I, I'd say it'll be a, a really special day in love. Oh, it's going. It's an excellent combination between the two of them because Sean, um, I, I just think that that's just going to work so well. The two, the combination of the of the two of them, because Sean is a young guy, but he has a wise head, if you know what I mean. And I think himself yeah, and yeah. and Tom will will work really really well together. And you know, you must get such a great reaction as well when uh, you arrive in a community in this fantastic van that then opens out into a stage. Yeah, it is. And, you know, kind of as you said, I, I think what we what we really aim to do is uh, to create a bit of a party and to, to give people, I suppose, an occasion. Um, and I suppose with, uh, you know, a tour, a tour like this, uh, what we're really hoping to do is to bring people together uh, and to provide them with ways to understand each other and connect with each other better. Yeah, I think it's such a great idea. I really do. So for this, do people get tickets or do they just show up? How does it work? Uh, so the the public events, people mm-hmm. are very welcome to uh, to just rock up, uh, and uh, I'd, I'd recommend that people follow us on our social media. So yep. we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, uh, and we have a website, festivalinavan.com. So all of the information will be available there. Um, and there's um, you know a few kind of as I said events that are just for the, the residents of particular care homes, um, but for the public events, people are very welcome to just drop along. Yeah, and it's, as we said, seven different counties over the 16 days. It's a fantastic initiative, Elizabeth. I've no doubt that it's going to be a great success again uh, this year. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much, Sinead. It was great chatting with you. Great, great to chat to you as well. Elizabeth Mohan there, Director of Festival in a Van, festivalinavan.com. Okay, that is the main website. As mentioned there, they're all over Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as well. And those first events happening in uh, August on the 14th. So it's the Vital Signs Tour. So there is a private uh, uh, show at the Moorhall Lodge, but then the public events are RD Community Centre at quarter past two and Market Square Dundalk at a quarter past five. There's Matthew Wilder, Break My Stride on LMFM's 11 to 1. On the way, we're going back to 1967 and a famous actor's birthday is today. And I've got music from Niles Barkley on the way as well. The 11 to 1 show. 
with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. The best in motoring here for you. Doran Motors Carrick Macross and Drogheda Car Sales are leading dealers of Hyundai cars and commercials in the Northeast. And the multi-award winning Hyundai 232 range is available now, including Ireland's best-selling car, the Tucson. Also, the Hyundai Ionic 6, named World Car Design of the Year, World Electric Car of the Year, and overall World Car of the Year in 2023. Doran Motors, Kings Court Road Carrick Macross, Drogheda Car Sales North Road Drogheda, and Hyundai, a class apart. It's the summer of savings at SuperValue. Enjoy great offers like SuperValue fresh Irish barbecue meats like pork sausages and chicken thighs, any three for €10. Madry and Miller 12-pack bottles, only €15. And money off vouchers every week on the app. For a summer of savings, it's got to be SuperValue. Enjoy alcohol responsibly. Watch your favourite live sports events at the Valley Inn Malera. GAA, Hurling, Premier League, League of Ireland, Golf, Rugby, we show them all. Cheer on your favourite team and enjoy the atmosphere at the Valley Inn Malera. Live music every Sunday evening from 7.30 till late. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. The best in motoring here for you. Hot fudge Sunday today and it's appropriate because I'll be drowning my sorrows in one if I don't get a ticket to Coldplay. That's going to be popping up in the Northeast Update right after Niles Barkley. There's Niles Barkley with Crazy on LMFM's 11 to 1. Famous actor popping up in the Northeast Update, best known for this role. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's Matt LeBlanc. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 777 Yeah, on this day, 1967, American actor Matt LeBlanc, Joey Tribbiani from France. He was born in Newtown, Massachusetts. And today is Hot Fudge Sunday. Why do we call them Sundays? It's not really known, but it could be connected to the fact that ice cream with nuts, sprinkles, fruit, whipped cream, and various syrups were used to be a treat reserved just for the weekend. They first appeared in the early 1900s and with a few years there were already countless variations of it such as the Robin Hood Sunday Coca Caramel Sunday Black Hawk Sunday, Angel Cake Sunday Cherry Dip Sunday, lots more but today it's the Hot Fudge Hot Fudge Sunday LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows Creating the perfect home is a journey Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms Discover more at senatorwindows.ie there's Jerry Fish and the Mudbug Club heading towards 12 News and after that guaranteed there's a dress that you wore once to a special occasion lurking at the back of your wardrobe wouldn't it be nice to give it another day out well an online business offering people this service uh, has been set up I'm going to find out more with Grace O'Sullivan after 12 The 11 to 1 show He's a long way from home. How did a wallaby end up in Ireland? More on that story after train. There's train, drops of Jupiter and LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazzle here with you. 086-1800-658 if you'd like to get in touch. And this is a really strange story. 
Yeah, Skippy the Bush Kangaroo, or just Wallaby, as he's been known, uh, was spotted wandering the Irish roads. This has been circulating online in recent days, showing the wild animal in the middle of the road near Lisburn, County Down. So a search was on to capture the animal, which is obviously native to Australia. Like how did it end up here over fears for its safety and members of the public were asked to keep watch. So the animal is now in very experienced hands. He's in an animal shelter and they uh, are the lost and found North Down Ards and surrounding areas rescue and rehoming. Uh, so they're on Facebook updating people on his, you know, I suppose state of what's going on. Uh, but he's spotted on the road and uh, yeah, very strange. I'm looking at a picture of him here. He looks very cute to be fair, but um, not sure how he happened to stay to, to arrive in, in Ireland all the way from Australia. But just, you know, if you were following that story, Skippy, uh, he is uh, in safe hands at the moment in the animal shelter. So fair play. Um, I have had some news about Coldplay. I don't know if I want to tell you because it might make you all clamber on and kill my position currently in the queue. Mm, OK, I'll think about it as the celebrity news is on. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Killian Murphy would be up for doing a cameo if there was a sequel to the Barbie movie. He also said he can't wait to watch it. Both Barbie and Oppenheimer saw a boost in cinema attendance right across the world at the weekend. Would I play a Ken in Barbie too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, sure. Yeah. Let's let's read the script. Let's have a conversation. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I can't wait to see the movie. I think it's great for cinema. You know, they got all these great movies happening this summer. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has shown how much of a nice guy he is. According to Variety, The Rock has donated a substantial amount of money to the Writers' Union as they continue to strike over pay and working conditions. The donation is said to be historic, with one person being quoted as saying, it's the largest single donation that we've ever received from one individual at one time. Gal Gadot could have been in Barbie. Margot Robbie has revealed that she is a massive fan of Gal and so is Greta Gerwig. Margot tells us it was because of conflicting schedules that she couldn't do it. I love her so much. When I saw her, we were like giggling and we were like, oh my gosh. And she was like, all I get asked about is Barbie and I'm not even in Barbie. And I was like, you're our dream Barbie. We always knew that she was unavailable because she was doing Snow White at the same time that we were doing Barbie. But she was our barometer for Barbie energy. What's a Barbie like? Both Greta and I have had experiences where we've met Gal at events. And she like within two minutes makes you feel like you're her best friend and you feel so loved and valued and also like she's so pretty. That's the buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Okay, my conscience got the better of me. There is an extra date just added. Well, added a little few minutes ago uh, for Coldplay on the 1st of September. I'm currently 75,795 in that queue. So (laughs) let's just see what the other one's on. Hang on, hang on now. I have to just move away from the mic for one second. Let me see. Hang on, hang on. Oh, forget about it. 131,856 on the other one. But uh, look, at, we'll see what happens. You know, they've added the Saturday date in there. So I've logged in. I have my minions also logged in elsewhere for me as well. <laughs> Some backup. Uh, Sharon's got back. She says, um, Sharon, who we were talking earlier to, earlier on, she says, my friend got down to 1,600. No tickets available for less than 300 quid. They've added another date, she also says as well. Oh, do I want do I want to pay three hundred quid for Coldplay? Oh, I don't know now. 
I don't know if I'd be going that far now for them, you know? What if someone, like, what if I do actually get a, a date or get like a, a way of getting to the concert at the last minute for the proper price, you know? 300 quid, I don't know. I don't know if they worth, are they worth it? Somebody actually saying as well, um, on 0861800658, bring back the Ticketmaster desks at shops and in shopping centres where we all queued the night before. Ah, uh, yeah. They, that, like that was great crack, wasn't it? I remember doing that for Cold. Or not, well, actually, Coldplay were on and at that gig as well. It was very, very early Coldplay. It was um, for Slain. You two at Slain Elevation tour, Red Hot Chili Peppers as well. Coldplay were actually at the on the bill, and I saw them like talking now way back in the yellow yellow phase. You know, they only had a couple of songs, but uh, I do remember doing that outside the same shop, camping out the night before, and just being gutted got to the final uh, stage at the door and they were sold out. But I didn't end up at that gig. So there you go. My parents had sort of wrangled away of getting me a pair of tickets for my 18th birthday. So look, uh, I'm just saying I'm going to be 40 next year. It could happen. You never know. Wow! I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't Hey! Yeah, there's James Brown. Feeling good. Oh, look at... We're just feeling a bit stressed. Sharon says, uh, I got into the sales and of course it's only tickets for a minimum of 250 each up. You know what I mean? So it's def- it's a bit deflating, the whole Coldplay situation. We're going to put that to bed for a while though because as you know on this show, I'm very passionate about sustainable style and this lady reached out to me on Instagram and I had to find out more. Her business is called anotherdayout.ie and really it's for, you know people when you have like the, the occasion where stuck at the back of the wardrobe, you wore it to a wedding a couple of years ago. It's sitting there, it's perfect, but it's not getting the wear. Well, this platform gives your dress another outing, which I think is absolutely fantastic. We're going to find out more about this with Grace O'Sullivan just after these. The 11 to 1 show. There are 35,000 brides every year saying yes to the dress, not to mention all the mother of the bride and groom, the bridesmaids, the flower girls, the debutantes and so many more who say yes to their perfect dress. We wear it to that one special occasion only to leave it hanging in the wardrobe again, never to be worn again. So what about the dresses as well that are never worn? It's a huge waste of money, not to mention the impact all of these once worn or never worn dresses are having on the environment. But my next guest has the solution. She set up her online business last year and it offers us a platform to sell our pre-loved occasion wear. It's called anotherdayout.ie. I'm delighted to have Grace O'Sullivan, the businesswoman behind the idea on the show with me now. How are you getting on, Grace? I'm good and thanks for having me on. Great to have you. Great to have you. Now, I am really passionate about buying sustainably when it comes to fashion. I absolutely love this idea. So tell me, where did the idea for Another Day Out come from? Yeah, no problem. So um, I guess like a lot of people with the string of events after the pandemic, I found I was buying a lot of new dresses, a lot of events, wearing them once and then they were left sitting in the wardrobe. I live in a house share. The girls were having the same problem, um, reached out to friends, cousins, aunts, did a bit more research and we just felt that there was room for a platform or a website like this that women could share these dresses, give the dresses another day out um, and it would just allow people to shop in a more sustainable and affordable way. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a really, really brilliant idea. So tell us a little bit about your own background, first of all, because you worked in banks, you were in marketing, you had a very sort of different background to kind of setting up your own business. This is your first sort of business, business venture, yeah? It is. It's my first business venture. And I suppose 
um, after the pandemic, uh, as soon as the airports opened up, I went off, I did a bit of South America, a little bit of thinking and I came back and it was just something I was passionate about. And I said, you know what, better now than ever to try something new and different and go for it. And there's no harm in trying something. So I've gone with it. Um, I've got massive support. Um, no easy task, but... Mm. But look, it's going and it's going in the right direction. So I'm very happy that I ploughed ahead with it. Fair play to you. And was it kind of like when you were travelling that you kind of had a little bit of a Julia Roberts, eat, pray, love, find yourself <laughs> sort of moment? Maybe, maybe not as dramatic <laughs> as that. Um, but but yeah, there was a bit of that. And I think, you know, the working from the bedroom and different things like that that happened during the pandemic. And I think reevaluating things for myself as well. Um, and then, you know, you I went off and did the travelling. Mm-hmm. So, so... Yeah, there was a bit of thinking and I came back and I just felt, do you know what, this was in the head. I needed to scratch an itch. Yes. To put it very simply, not Julia Roberts standards, <laughs> but I scratched the itch and this is what I've gone ahead with and done. Yeah, and it's it's fantastic. It's it's doing really, really well. So how challenging though has it been? Because look, you know, it's it's very um nice being, you know, secure in a company. You're you're plodding along nine to five, but this is a bit of a jolt, you know, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, so how challenging has it been for you? Oh, look, it's and every new business will have its challenges. And absolutely, there's the financial cost that goes into a website and different things and different costs that you never know about until you're in it. Um, So I guess without the support of and the bank of mom and dad, (laughs) um, I I wouldn't have the luxury of plowing ahead with it, but I do. And obviously it's working now. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's starting to generate itself. Um, So, yeah, no, it's difficult. But if you're passionate about something, I think, and you're invested in something and you see the vision, you'll go ahead and you'll try, you'll do your best to make it work. Oh yeah, I can definitely get that from you, the, the passion <laughs> and the energy for this, absolutely. So you noticed uh, the, this gap in the in the market. Uh, um, were you sort of a fashion fan as well? It was, were you always kind of leaning that way or is it more that you spotted the gap? A bit of both. Now, I'm not sure, you know, how much my family would say I'm fashionable, but I do have a lot of dresses hanging up in the wardrobe. I yeah. love my Galway races. Oh yeah, I have 33 first cousins on my dad's side and there's an awful lot of weddings yes. in, in our family. Um, so I do have a load of dresses and it was just becoming a bit of a problem for me because I hadn't room for new dresses anyway. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to find a new home for the dresses I had. And there's the, the accessories, the handbags, the hats. Yes. Um, and I think you know, we, we put them up on the Instagram and, you know, one, one and done is sort of a bit of a trend now. So I'm trying to shift that trend that that dress or that outfit gets another day out. Yeah. Um, and, and I love the, the the name of the website, by the way. It's brilliant. Um, so tell us how does it actually work? Because you don't get involved in the selling negotiations. That's very, you're basically a platform for us to sell and buy. Yeah. So um, you pay to... Okay, so to sell a dress, you pay a one-off fee. Mm-hmm. There's no extra hidden charges or fees. Uh, you pay as little as €3 euro and the fee is relative to the price of the dress that you are selling. The buyer and seller communicate through the site and payment and delivery is decided between them. Okay. So for, in, for the instance of a wedding dress, someone might want to meet and try that wedding dress on. Of so course. it might be a cash transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the fee system for this business. And in terms of, you know, you mentioned and we we had the statistics there in the introduction, 35,000 brides in a year saying yes to the dress. That is a lot of dresses, a lot of uh, brides and afterwards are going, oh my God, what am I going to do with this? So what feedback have you gotten? Because you've had a lot of brides that have been upscuttled by COVID and everything. Yeah, so 
you say yes to the dress, but a lot of brides have actually said yes to two dresses. Right. So during the pandemic, you know, some dresses, some brides might have tra- changed a uh, dress size, gone up, gone mm-hmm. down, um, bought another dress, or they might have felt they just, by the end of the two years, or they changed their day so many times that they actually got a bit sick of looking at the dress that they originally okay. bought. So there's two dresses, um, one with tags on it. Um, right. So uh, that's the bride. Then we have the Debs where that never got a day out. A load of cancelled Debs, unfortunately. Yes. So I have girls crying to me saying, Grace, I spent 600 euro on a Debs dress. Um, I, I really need to sell it. I want to put it up on your site. So absolutely, the dress can have tags on it. There's a load of wardrobes full of dresses with tags on since COVID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you're getting a lot of that. And actually, I was scooting on it there last night, just having a little gander. And like that, if someone is looking for a Deb's dress, you definitely won't be short of one up there at the moment. There's loads of them there. So yeah. what's the rules then? So if, if a sale goes messy, that's to do with the buyer and the seller, nothing to do with you as such? Nothing to do with me as such. But what the hope is here is that this becomes a community of mm-hmm. like-minded women. Um, obviously, we're keeping an eye on the site. We, we don't want to let in any fraudsters or anything like that we're very cautious about scammers out there no more than any other business Um, so we're doing our best on our side we'd ask anyone to use the site cautiously but Mm -hmm. there's other marketplaces and I mean people are doing this for table and chairs they're doing it for cars it's it's a way of shopping I'm just offering another solution specifically for occasion wear Yes. So I think people are very cautious. They've become accustomed to doing the meetups with people. You do it in a safe location, safe space. Um, and as long as they do that, there there shouldn't be any problems. Fantastic. Yeah. And as you say, there are so many different sites out there that are doing this as well. This is just specifically for occasion wear. So what I love about this is the, the sustainable aspect of this, right? Because number one, the dress is now out of the wardrobe. Somebody else loves it. Now, say, for example, if I um, bought, pick up a dress on your website and I wear it once for an occasion myself, I can then go back maybe to the website and sell it. Which So it's bringing this circular economy in. Yeah. So it is literally giving the dress another day out. And if that dress now can go from one day to three or four wears, I mean, the longevity of that item alone is is massive. Um, you're changing the way that people actually shop. Yeah. Slowing down fast fashion, um, the quick, I suppose it's just, it's trying to change a behaviour as yeah. well. Yeah, um, and, and like you, you mentioned at the start, there's all of this pressure, you know, because of Instagram and social media to not be wearing the same thing. I mean, I feel it myself. I wore a dress that I got recently to, to two events in quick succession. And of course, there was photographs taken at it. And I, I felt like I had to go, I do have more dresses in my wardrobe, you know. But it's this idea that there's no harm in re-wearing. That's the next thing. And like you say, pick up something that's pre-loved. Don't be spending a fortune on something that you know you're only going to wear once. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And it's, you know, you might even find the dress that you're looking for on a new website or whatever. You Mm -hmm. might find it here for a fraction of the price. Yeah. So it's it's not like you're buying anything of less quality. No, because um, uh, some of the, the dresses that were up there have brand names, Folkster and the whole lot on them there as well. They're really good quality stuff. Yeah, and, and that's the idea of this is that you're putting those really special items up um, and it's high quality. So... The idea is that it's a lot of high quality products in the one place. Yeah. And like you mean occasion where speci- like like it's it, not just the dresses. You mentioned jewellery there as well. Accessories. There's lots there as well in that, isn't there? Yeah. Um, I think race day outfits that the ex- the hat is now becoming more part of the whole outfit than yeah. just the dress. So 
it's the hats, it's the handbags, um, it's the jewellery. I mean, the dress is only one part of it really, isn't it? Yeah, this is it. And it's just such a fantastic idea. It really is. So you're pretty much nearly a year in on the go now at this stage. I suppose I'm a year since the day that I've progressed with the idea. But mm-hmm. I mean, that six months of building a, a website and a platform. And then I suppose I've launched in the past, probably early this year. So yeah. I mean, it's six months background and I suppose six months live. So... So yeah, the bones of a year now from idea to to, to actual it actually website, website and yeah. functioning and people and sitting on LMFM, you know. <laughs> so I, we've come a long way from the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I've come a long way from the bedroom. And what was it like then when you saw that first person reach out and get in touch with you and say, Grace, I have a dress to sell? Was it that same buzz as like, say, somebody who'd be selling a product? Yeah, no, there's a buzz, but I was also becoming a bit of a glorified agony ad because people were literally crying over dresses and what had happened during COVID. And I was like, oh, my God. So I was trying to go back to as many people as I could. um, And I hope I did go back to everyone. But um, yeah, no, there's definitely a buzz there. There is the sale pitch that, you know, okay, right. I'm not mad going ahead with this. There is people who are really bought into this. I I've done it now and it's it's doing what I wanted to do. So there's definitely a buzz off of that. Yeah, and I'd say like most women, there was that little voice that creeps in as the website goes live and goes, what if this doesn't work? A little oh, bit yeah. of imposter syndrome going on as well, yeah. Yeah, and th- there absolutely is. And then, then someone writes to you and you're like, okay, no, this is going to work. And you get a new bit of life and then you get on Cork's 96 FM and <laughs> and that's a new bit of life and then you get on LMFM and it's each thing just drives you forward with the business you know I know it's fantastic so hopes for the future then for the business like you said I love that you want to make this a community I think that's a really great idea and a great incentive and motivator for going forward yeah and a safe community as well um so the hopes for the business is obviously to grow it as best as I can um hope that it's a solution to a lot of people it may helps people uh, shop in a sustainable and affordable manner and it does I guess what exactly what I set it out to do Well you certainly have the drive and energy and passion for it I think it's a fantastic idea it's going to solve a lot of problems for people uh, and I wish you all the very very best oh, and Thanks a million forward. and thanks a million for having me on Great to have you Grace O'Sullivan there it's anotherdayout.ie that's the website and they're on Instagram as well the 11 to 1 show. There's Leanne Rhymes, Can't Fight the Moonlight on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Bordgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. Me, the local sports partnership, are recruiting an office administrator for one year maternity covered. The position is aligned to the local authority grade four. The candidates must have a recognised appropriate third level qualification and be proficient in Microsoft Office. Full job description is on our job section on lmfm.ie. And if you'd like to apply, you can email Mary dot murphy at meadcoco.ie LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation visit localheroes.ie There's Gavin James with Always and LMFM's 11 to 1 it feels like I'm refreshing just constantly here Oh, there's no, still no joy. 61,028 people in the queue ahead of me for the September date. I mean, should I give up the ghost? I've just realised as well that uh, I'm logged on to my laptop for this and I have to bring my laptop home. 
which means I'm going to have to close it, <laughs> which means I won't have internet connection and it'll just go boop, it'll go off. I might have to give up. I don't know. Um, yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing. But sure, look, anyway, what is guaranteed uh, is LMFM's Pride, Pride Vibes. It's back for summer 23. It's our online radio station playing the biggest hits and shining a light on Irish life with conversations around the issues that matter. So join us as we count down to parades and celebrations across Ireland. You can stream it on lmfm.ie or on the app and join community's biggest stars at pridevibes.ie and Pride Vibes is proudly supported by Maldron Hotels. Escape your way at maldronhotels.com. Listen live now with LMFM. Going to take a quick break and I've got music from Miley Cyrus on the way. The 11 to 1 show. Chris Flowers and LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, if you fancy yourself a bit of a Miley Cyrus or any other superstar, then you might be interested in this because Tina Turner impersonator Brian Howard, he is on the lookout for contestants for a lip sync battle. It's going to be happening in November in McHugh's venue in Drogheda. And this is all to raise funds for Drogheda Women and Children's Refuge. So since the age of three, Brian has been a massive fan of the late great Tina Turner and he was always given impromptu performances to anybody and then he did uh, enter a local competition himself back in 2011 where he did an impersonation of the Queen of Rock and Roll and was so good it won the top prize and he really just loves doing this he's absolutely phenomenal so he is he's from Stamullen living in Denor and uh, he's spent a number of years appearing as Tina Turner in shows and different things and uh, he says uh, the death of Tina in May got me thinking about how much she influenced my life through her music and she's an inspiration and, you know, what a great cause to raise money for as well. But he is looking for people to take part in this lip sync battle on November 4th. OK, so if you want to show any interest in this or if you want to show support or advertise your business or donate or anything like that, you can contact Brian for more information. So it's strongimage at hotmail.com. That's his email address. And actually, Brian's going to be joining us on Friday's show to give us more details of that. But it's a great cause. And I'd say say it'll be some laugh as well. Lip sync battle in McHugh's Drogheda in November. Uh, what a nice uh, evening as well. It could be to, to brighten up a dull evening in, in, in November. So strong image at hotmail.com. One Direction, the story of my life, bringing the show to a close at 53,658 people still ahead of me in the queue. Oh, look at I may call it a day, I'd say. Uh, tomorrow on the show, I'm going to be chatting to, to Lane Galvin, the Mead Rose and Grace will be back with more word fillery. But thank you so much for your company this morning and uh, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. I'll chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.